You're listening to the Know Nothing Podcast with Stat and Dojo. Dojo, I'm back. You're back. You always say you're back as if like you went somewhere. Yeah, I made this grand entrance that you didn't get to see. I walked (laughs) through my door. I was like a hero. Lynx was looking at me. I just imagine you in your tidy whities with a red cape on. Tidy whities. We spoke yeah, about I'm this. Sure. Do you not remember? I'm, sh- I'm sure you're. T- I'm sure you lied because you know the right. The right answer is boxer briefs. But I, I fundamentally think you wear. Why like, would I wear un- those? Like, like tidy whities are too small too. Like the ones like I know they're too small skin. on me. Yeah, and, and like your chicken legs stick out. Chicken legs. Like, you you know. love that. You love that. But my oh, legs boy. are are sexy. Chicken legs. Is that sexy? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pervy to the. What's, what's, I'll show what's you sexy. a TwitchCon. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Do you ever have a leg lock? A what? A leg lock around your neck. That sounded worse. The neck actually sounds like you're trying to kill me. The other <laughs> one sounds like like you're trying to like you know like like uh, what's that? The lady from the Bond film. Um, Zenya. Uh, wow, you remember her name? Yeah, where she would kill with her thighs. Yeah. Around the waist of the guy. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm going to do. But, um, so I was talking about my grand entrance and you had to take me down a notch with, uh, your little leg comment. No, I was talking about your tiny whities, but okay, we we can, we can focus on the legs if that bothers you the most. No, it doesn't bother me. (laughs) I like it. Uh, so I wish I I was drinking McAllen. I don't have more scotch. I I only have, I only, I only drink bourbon now. I'm running out of McAllen. Mm, it's just expensive. Like it's funny, you said not worry about it, but now I'm like, hmm, it's twice as much. No, it's almost three times as much as it a is. bottle of bourbon. It's crazy expensive, especially out here. Um, Gwangster posted in my Discord uh, a seventy-two dollar, seventy-two, sorry, seventy-two, seventy-two year McAllen bottle. What is that? Sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's been like here. Here's a car. <laughs> Two cars. A luxury car. Yeah, like a car. In fact, if you buy a Camry, that's three cars. <laughs> three cars, three cars you know, in, a, I, in a glass bottle. I don't know if I'd be comfortable carrying that. Of course. Well, I mean, if you if you could afford it, you wouldn't care, right? I mean, you're if you dropped it, making, yeah. Who cares? Like, you're like you're, oh you're, fuck it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that you'd, uh, you'd say, oh fuck it. I'm saying you you wouldn't be worried. You, wouldn't, wouldn't you, have, you have another bottle and back up behind. Yeah, it. you probably have like three of them, <laughs> or you don't care because like what, what, I remember one point uh, there was a a TED talk talking about Bill Gates and how much money he made every minute. It was like when he, at the peak of his income, it was something like $2 million a minute or something like every, like, like that, you know, if you're making that kind of money, 60 grand is nothing. In fact, it, it was, the TED talk was actually pretty fascinating where it talked about what it would take for people to pick up money on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if it, he bent down, he would be wasting money. I know. Well, which is actually really, dumb. No, not waste. No, hold on. That's not what it means. Just chill out. <laughs> Tell me, what does it mean? <laughs> the, 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 no, the point. The point of the thirty. The thirty. Uh, it, it turns out that you know a person walking down the street, in order for them to feel like it's worthy of them to, to, to lean over to pick that was something like a, a quarter, maybe a dime. I think it was. I can't remember which one it was, but definitely not a nickel and definitely not a penny. The average human being will not reach over to pick it up because it's not, it's not worth their energy. So then they equated to your average income of Americans, and they said the equivalent for Bill Gates to said to bend over and pick up money was if he were to see thirty eight thousand dollars just sitting there on the ground. Right. So he, you're saying they were saying that it's not worth it if he saw a hundred dollar bill, it'd be wasting money to bend not down. Not wasting money. It's not wasting money. It's not about wasting money. It's about okay, well, if you he could have been doing street, something else, penny, doing something you know, else, making money. 
No, you're not. You're not no, it's not. It's not what it's about. It's not, if, like you walked on the street and you saw a penny in the ground, you wouldn't bend over, not because you would be wasting money to pick it up. You just it's not enough money for you to use the physical effort to do it. It's like you don't care. It's more so really that it like it. blends into the ground. I don't normally see them. <laughs> Canadians are blind. <laughs> like I got my head up high, not looking at the ground. Okay, that's my problem with PUBG. I always look down too much, and then I come in a room and it kills me for. A Why are you looking at the ground? Because I'm looking for gear. Sorry, I don't play right. <laughs> So what are we actually going to talk about today? Because I feel like we were definitely already on a tangent. And we didn't even start talking about the topic. Therefore, is this that would mean the topic would be the tangent? No, the topic is your mind, controlling your mind, understanding hmm. your mind. No, didn't you didn't you say that control is a myth or or was it? Um, you should try not, not being in control or something like that. I forget, I forget well, you have a... so I'm not an expert. Mm -hmm. First thing I'm going to say, I'm not an expert. This is just something that I've been um, trying to experiment with recently, last couple months. And the idea is trying to figure out... Hold on a second. Lynx. I'm holding. Hey. Oh. No. <laughs> Link it. No. Hey. There's no room for is you he... anymore. I pushed my thing back to get the wall so he can't get back there anymore. He's looking in there. He's like, is there room for me? No. So sad. Do you okay. yell at your cat? Is, does the cat actually listen, or you just stare and stare at you like he knows. He didn't look at me, but he, he heard. <laughs> he didn't even look at you. No, <laughs> but he knows. I can't just give a flying F. That's hilarious. So anyways, back to the mind thing. Yeah. The idea is we've been training our bodies, if you go to the gym, to stay healthy, Ooh. right? That is the idea. And if you don't go to the gym, P.S., and you're listening to this, get, the, get to the gym. Do some walking. You know, do some electrical, mm -hmm. lift, lift some weight safely. And um, mm -hmm. it's good for you. It's good for you. It makes you feel good. It releases endorphins in your body and your mind. And you feel good. Okay. Cool. Do you agree? Of course. Well, I mean, the endorphins maybe. I don't know about that. But yes, I, I agree. You don't know about... I don't, I don't know if I've ever felt the endorphins. Because I, I, I do like weightlifting. I don't do running or anything, which is supposed to be... You're supposed to run at a certain amount of time, and then it finally kicks in. But never had that runner's high or anything. Oh, you never felt good after going to the gym. Not that, no, I felt good, but it's, it's like, um, is, it, is it endorphins or just because your body feels good? I mean, endorphins is a specific, like, mind-altering drug, like a dopamine thing, right? So, anyway, so yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the name of what gets released, if it's endorphins or what it is called, but I think it is. And um, it happens after exercising or doing the running or whatever it is. So the idea here is, that I want to talk about is thinking about our minds and how we go about our daily lives and we don't really pay attention to what we're thinking about. We don't really think about what we're thinking about. We just go, right? We like, we have our routines. We get up and we eat, we get up and then go to the, the to work. We have our coffee and you go for lunch. And then Lynx is really bothering me right now. <laughs> Lynx! Stop it. I'm recording a podcast. Okay, so anyways, then we go about our daily lives and you get you bothered by your cat. You know, you do all these different things and eventually you just go through your day and you become like a zombie. You're like a robot. And and then well, yeah, you, you you once told me that uh no, I'm sorry. I keep saying you did, but the book you recommended the uh how to un unf yourself. Talked about how about 90 to 95% what you're doing on a daily basis is under your subconscious. As in, you are not controlling what you're doing. Your your subconscious is driving everything you do, and which I think we're describing is people who let that be mind run everything all the time without any second guessing. 
it's that, but also you ever sit down? I, I said, I've talked about this and a lot of people don't realize this, but like, if you're going to try and do something that's out of the norm, like going to talk to your boss or going to try and say hello to some person that you want to say hello to in public or whatever. And then all of a sudden your little voice is like, Oh, what's going to happen if you do that? What's going to happen if you're going to do this? It's like, same with streaming. It's like, before you even start streaming, the voice in your head is like, well, what if no one comes? Or like, what if I don't know what to say? Or, or what if I say something stupid? And you basically mm -hmm. talk yourself out of doing what you could have done if you were able to um, realize that you are your, you know, your biggest enemy. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. And that you convince yourself to avoid the uncomfortable feeling that is, that, it, that increases the closer you are to doing something you aren't comfortable doing. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like sitting in a line at a roller coaster. You know, for me, I, I'm terrified of roller coasters. So that I mean, first walk up to it, it's no big deal. It's like, okay, this, I'll do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, this is are not you a really? deal. It's a Oh, I'm terrified. Oh, 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 we got to <laughs> go to the park. No, I'm not doing it. What do you mean? So, no. Uh, no. And so, do you uh, like skydiving? I've never done it. Never do it either. So walking, uh, oh, uh, the line is always a twisty we line, right? Do it. And the oh god, the closer you get to the roller coaster, the more you see people, and then you would, and then the panic sets in because you realize there's people behind you. So you can't leave. You're trapped, you know. And then it's like a, it's like a doom effect where the slower you get, and you up to the point where you start looking at the roller coaster, and you're like, the next run is going to be you. You're going to get in there. It's like yeah. that build up. It's the same as anything in life. Everything like the, mm -hmm. looking at someone you need to talk to in a room, and you see that and, and the, if you were to walk towards that person, your the uh, anxiety would increase with every step exponentially. Yep. So which, but unlike a roller coaster line, which it's like a, a physical barrier preventing you from doing anything, your mind has no barrier and allows you to convince yourself completely what not to do to, to prevent that anxiety from happening. Yeah. Well, the idea is, so I, like I said, I'm, I'm new to this, but the idea is to accept it and like accept that, you are doing this to yourself and accept that like that is an emotion that you're having instead of like fighting it it's like accepting that feeling I'm like oh there yeah i feel like this that's okay like i feel like this because it's, it's yeah. normal like this is who i am and it's like instead of saying i hate myself because i feel this way you say i accept that this is who i am and i'm gonna work with what i have you know as opposed to fighting it and and then never getting anywhere because yeah. when you fight it, yeah. you're not accepting that you, you got to accept something before you can change it. And like, that is part of what I want to talk about was that, you know, in streaming, a lot of people have this issue and, and, and not, I know I've connected with so many other people in the world and people listening, but the idea is like learning to pay attention to what is happening in your head. What are the feelings you have in your body? Or like, what are the, the thoughts that go through your head? And accepting them, accepting that you're you're fearful, or accepting that you have anxiety, and and I watched this. Um, I think it was Bill Hader. He did this, made this video. He talked about his extreme anxiety, and it took him. I think I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something about how he 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 said something similar to this about accepting it. And he like he he looked at it like this little monster, and he'd be like, he look at the monster, and the monster would be like trying to like eat his face or whatever. And then he he'd take the monster, and he'd be like. Yeah, it's okay. You can come hang out and like put him on his shoulder. And the idea is like the monster's there, but I'm accepting him and he's there with me. <laughs> and like instead of instead of letting him like attack you, you're like, yeah, come hang out. And and like that's the I that that was like I had already thought like that because I've been trying to um do more of this meditation stuff lately and just paying attention to what's going on 
inside my head and instead of just going along with life and be like oh yeah i'm gonna go through my routine and whatever happens happens and it's like no it's like maybe you take a second and, and pay attention to what you're feeling and paying attention to why you're feeling it and like and how it feels and paying attention to what it feels like so you can yeah. so when that thing happens again when you're out in public you can be like oh i know this feeling this is anxiety and it's like it's not a, it's not like you and, you and you accept they'd be like i am anxious right now but doesn't mean that it has to control you in that in that situation no but you know there's also another factor though and i would argue that it's it's not it's not fun to have that yeah you can accept it you can have it happening but the, the, the enjoyment of the experience is, is is really tainted because of the uncomfortable and the awkwardness and the uh the stumbling of your words or talking to somebody you don't know about or being worried you know all this stuff that you're supposed to accept you can accept it but it's still not going to be enjoyable so I, and then enjoyable well this is the be, thing though. there's a thing though you, you, the, the the stumbling of the words and the acting that way and the uncomfortableness the, i think that comes from not being aware and not accepting and not being comfortable with that the fact that you feel this way because you're fighting it and so while you're fighting it you're trying to have a conversation and you're getting screwed over because you can't think properly and i think that's part of it is like the anxiety is is, is you're you're instead of accepting it you you're going in there with like the, in, you're already in a battle and then you're trying to have a conversation at least that's how it feels for me and like i have anxiety in, in public with, with certain people and certain times. Um, I don't know why, just some, some people will just trigger it. And yeah. like, and, and I, I can't even tell you why that person triggered it. And it's like, I just have to pay attention to it and, and like, be like, oh, okay, I feel anxious, you know, and, and kind of accept that it's part of well, my, yeah, my life. My goal is to be better at that without drinking because that's why I drink so much when it comes to the social situations because it completely wipes all that anxiety, all that fear away, a hundred percent. I know, not even like a, and it's weird that's wipes. It's like like there's not even like anything that's hesitate. I can talk to anybody anywhere, anytime, whatever, and that is a, the freedom is amazing. So I and they can tell you to, to like screw off, and you're like okay, and <laughs> you don't even <laughs> care. It's so funny. no, I don't. Well, yeah, of course. Like, I, I, what I'll do is I'll make a joke about it. You know, I'll actually, I'll actually retort, retort, do a retort that, that let them know that you know you're being you, you missed out on something pretty cool here. We could have a really cool. So it doesn't, but that really even happens anyways. I, I usually it's not oh, something like a dick. They're just me. cold. They're like they're more like uh, you know, they'll say hi, but they'll not really engage with you. That awkward moment where they aren't talking, they're standing there like, okay, well, I asked you a question, didn't really. You give me one word answer, yes, okay, that's cool. Whatever, you're an idiot. Bye. But if you're sober, that's that's horrible, and that's a that's a that's a it'll actually follow me in my brain for you like hours you like you like revisit it, you replay it in your yes. mind. You're like yeah, you of get like course. a shiver where you're like thinking about the awkwardness that you experienced. See, that's the thing and is like, like said, it's, it's okay, it's okay yeah. to feel that way, and it's like I think a lot of people do feel that way, and the idea is that accepting that you can feel this way and that this is a normal feeling. And, mm -hmm. and that it gets better. That's what I was going to get at is you said no one, you know, no one likes it. It's a shit feeling. It's true. But, the, the, but with time, it gets better because if, you, if you're constantly fighting it, you're never healing. You're just constantly like battling this thing. But once you've become mm -hmm. comfortable with the fact that you are this way, you can learn to get better. You, you can start to accept that like you realize it earlier. You know, it's, it's not so controlling over your thought. And it, and it, you know, it's, yeah, 
it, part of a lot of this is is when you like it, dating is related to that too where you, when you first meet someone you always want to put on this what you think the other person wants to see or wants to um be with or you know same thing with any conversation you, you want to be the person that they're looking to talk to and unfortunately that means it prevents everyone from doing what everyone should do is just being so brutally honest in where their feelings are what they're thinking who they are because that would that would that immediately launches a conversation that's more dynamic and interesting and breaks all that uncomfortable awkwardness down to nothing that's why i hate small talk because small talk has absolutely no way of breaking down that but that's the point of small, small talk no small talk is for I, but that's I, the I, point I, is I, that it doesn't break it down and and no one oh. gets involved and so i agree with you i think that it would be i i've been trying to do this more lately after you know taking these steps in these directions trying to actually engage in a more deep conversation trying to be more open about what i'm feeling in the moment or going through in my life and expressing that to someone and taking a chance that like hey maybe they're willing to accept this conversation and have a conversation back with me as opposed yeah. to like being scared that they're gonna be like you know this is weird why is this guy telling me about his life you know it's like <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, because yeah, because you don't want to get too intense too quick because it's it's overwhelming for somebody. But a lot of times you want that that connection. But it's the connection is just simply like, yeah, I'm you know what I'm talking to you right now and I'm really awkward and I'm really uncomfortable. Are you the same way? I wish we could just say that to somebody without looking like a crazy person. You know, just like be able to just straight up throw out what you're feeling right now and let everyone know that you're awkward and uncomfortable and they might have the same feeling. I, I, it would it would open up a lot more doors and conversations, I think. But, but unfortunately, we, we we do live in a, in a society, and society needs they, we react to cool, we, interesting. You know, we want to be the the coolest person in the room, and that gets in the way of a lot of this. It really does, and you can pretend it doesn't matter, but it does a lot actually. You know, the the most famous people are cool people; they're not some goofy dudes. They are though. They are goofy. They are they weird. Be, uh, you just don't know be, that because you've been watching their Instagram feeds where they go on these adventures or you've watched their movies. You. No, hold on. I agree with you, but the same re but if they wouldn't have the the following they have if they showed that side every time they talk to somebody. That's my point. It, you have to be you have to know them over a period of time to finally let them realize how dumb they are. And that it's because I it's a dream world wishing everyone would just be goofy right away. So everyone just stop being so pretentious. At the same time, if everyone act like that, there'd be no cool people, and then no one would be having a you know, no one would admire anybody from a distance. It's a catch twenty two, I guess. I don't know about that. Out. I think that I, I think that you can you could definitely be cool and, and be open and honest, and you can definitely share your thoughts and um you know I I just don't I just think that part of one of the reasons maybe you don't see that from people who are famous is because they get, you know, attacked when they try and express themselves in, in, in ways that aren't connected to their movies. They, they get attacked if it's someone's like, doesn't agree with them. It's like, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, canceled. Yeah. Well, so you, you touched on a subject because some people make you nervous and some people don't, you don't know why I, I've told you this before. The one person so far in this all experience for some reason, I cannot explain why. And I've met him three times. Every time I've met Sequisha, I've had a basic nervous breakdown. I don't know what the hell's going on in me. I can't talk normal. I say stupid shit. I ramble on. I can't. I do the dumbest shit around him. I do not know why. There's absolutely no reason for it whatsoever. And I met some people way bigger than him, like way bigger than him. I was, I was shooting shit with Noah G456, you know, at, at, at the Fortnite party without even blinking an eye. I didn't care. I didn't, didn't stumble, just act to myself, whatever, talk. 
But with Sequisha, all three times I did something. I feel like I've done something stupid, and I don't. I don't know why different people do things different. I wish that was something people would explain. Um, I think it's based on like your vision of him. But I guess he, but he was he was a, a game dev, right, or some sort of something uh, along those I think lines. Three D artist. Three D artist. Three D artist. Yeah, three D artist. Um, and I think you just kind of look up to him. And like, I'm sure I look up to, I look up to a lot of people though that I've talked to that I don't have any awkwardness. To. I, I, I would, I just strangely just, just him. I, I'm just telling you, you know I don't what, know I just want to say, by the way, I was mm. there and, mm. and you didn't do anything. And this is what's so funny is like, aside from the fact that like, you maybe look up to him, it's like, you didn't do anything that was weird. You didn't say anything awkward. You didn't like act strange, but, but in your mind, you created this like illusion of who you were being. Based on, because, on, on like your well, interaction, but I was there, Dojo. I, I was I know, standing I know, I, right next I, to you. Chill, chill out. No, I'm, I'm not chill. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not today. I don't know what's with you today. <laughs> it's these Tuesdays. We gotta move the time. We gotta record on a different day. I think uh, the the difference is that his reaction, I think, is what was weird. It didn't. I'm used to people reacting a certain way when I say certain things, and if they don't, then I then I push a little harder and I push a little harder to the point where you know finally break him. I never could break him, I think, maybe. Where, like, I couldn't get the reaction I was looking for or any kind of, like... He never really connected with me, I guess, in any real meaningful way. There was not a sudden, like, a moment or a conversation. It seems like everything was on... It was almost like it felt like, no matter what I said, it felt like small talk, I guess, the way of putting it. And I, and I hate small talk, so I didn't want that vision of me to be seen like that. So I felt stupid. Maybe that's what I'm trying to think. And then you just built up on that, though. And, of course, I, I, I over-obsessed. You know, I've been thinking about it ever since. You know, like, I, <laughs> How long ago was not, this? Uh, well, last time I saw him was Pack South, so that would be the fact that you, like I'm sorry for laughing. Last but like, January. Um, you can laugh at me. I'm not... the best part about me is I don't know. I don't actually get worried when people laugh at me or or make fun of me. I don't. That has never affected me. That's why I'm a geek. I told you. But I just I appreciate you over. being honest about it. I appreciate you bringing it up. I, I feel like it's it's important, you know, because I just wanted to say, like, you know, from my point of view, it didn't look like that, and so that's why I feel like in our minds we create these ideas about what is existing or what is happening that isn't necessarily mm. happening based on reactions that you expect. You have an expectation. And if that expectation is not met, all of a sudden you are disappointed. And then, yeah. you know, the, this idea that you had in your mind of this glorious conversation is all of a sudden is like shit to you because it was like <laughs> small talk. In reality, it was probably perfectly fine. And, and, and so right. and maybe, it's maybe, good to maybe. go into conversations and everything in reality without expectations and just be hopeful and uh you won't be disappointed and it's and it's okay to like also not connect with everybody that you meet yeah that, even if they right, are that, that, people that you look up to and, and that's a good point i think it's partly to do with he's probably one of the very first people that i've had in these convention stuff where especially when drinking i run into somebody and i do my thing and talk to he's probably one of the first person i didn't connect with in a weird like it, with enough talk and the conversation of proximity and a lot enough you know similarities um that it would they it just threw me off and it, I, I didn't understand why i guess it was like more of like an understanding why it turned out the way it did versus that i did anything actually bad but um I, again it's just him it's just, he's the only one that's ever this ever happened to for me really so it's stuck in my head it's almost like i need to have it happen again for me it's like okay this is just well this it'll is be a twitchcon so round four round four <laughs> Round four awkward conversation because now we see now there's a, there's a, there's a what do you call it a, a psychosis that's being built here where the next time I see him 
Now the brain, like you said, like this whole topic is, will get in my way. So don't even bother talking to him. You're just going to make it more worse for yourself. And you're, you're just going to leave that conversation in the worst place and I'll avoid it. But whereas if I would be smart, I would overcome that. See, it's okay to think that, but it's not going to happen. And then this is the time when I finally have a conversation that fucking matters, you know? Yeah. Or he listens to this and he comes up to you and he's like, listen, what's up, buddy? I don't know what you're talking about. Right. He's going to listen to this podcast. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> hey. You never know. Hey, I know you don't ever know. I know that's true, but I feel like people that people at a certain level get busy enough in their lives that there's almost no more room for them to absorb new information or nor, you know, other people. Like they're just doing their thing. There's no more room for them to explore other avenues. You know what I'm saying? Look, I think you're wrong. But, I think people definitely do. Definitely, people do have their things that they like, and then you know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, this idea of what you first of all you're making an assumption based on something you don't know like you don't know what like what, what we do that all the time that's what we that's how we run our, our is that world. good though it has to be good because otherwise you do nothing in your life i mean you have a human instinct is how you survive that's that's what it is it's part of back when caveman era you run off of assumptions it's how you you evaluate your entire existence in your world you assume if you walk in that bathroom, that faucet is going to turn on when you push it up. It's, it sounds simple and dumb, but it's what everything is. It's like you have these assumptions throughout your entire day. That's what you do as an existing human being. So to shame it is stupid because it's like saying your entire existence is shamed. Our entire existence is stupid? You assume that gravity's going to work tomorrow. You assume the sun's going to come up. You assume when you pass out, you're not going to die. You know, it's like, it's amazing how many things you assume every day that you take for granted. So to say someone assumes something is wrong. I think but you're assuming something about somebody else that you have no idea of never experienced. It's not the same. It's not like you woke up next to Ninja and watched him do his daily life for a year. And then you'd be like, oh yeah, I know what he does. You're talking about yeah, going into the bathroom and flushing a toilet. And like, oh, look, there goes my poop. But no, we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking Why about Why in every podcast does your poop come up at least once? This is weird. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This it's not the same. This is this is where I think you're making a mistake. Is that you're assuming about how someone else is feeling? How am I assuming? What's the you assume? Do you forget where we were talking about? You were saying that they don't have enough time in their daily life because they're too popular, too famous, or too busy to to pay attention to do and do other stuff. I would hold on. I would I would break off from that being assumed. That that is my imagination. That is me imagining their lifestyle. Assumptions are a little rough. You're right. I'm not assuming that that's what I'm saying. I think it's a difference. Like assuming is like I, I guarantee that's happening. Okay. Are you, are you retracting? Not, I'm not retracting. I just use the word assume. You use, you use the room of the word assume. Or I said you yeah, assumed. I don't know. The whole yeah. point is, <laughs> the whole point is, it's not the same as turning on a faucet. Okay, fine. Thought. You win. You win this battle. You, you've won. Dojo's wrong. You're right. Does that make you feel good? Feel like a big man? No. Hmm? What I'm trying to do is say to you that this is, I still think, a part of the mental thinking that we do. You think that about these people when in reality they're just like you and me and they do dumb shit and waste time also. And it's like that is part of life and that's who people are. And I think that like putting people up on some sort of pedestal isn't a good thing. And I think that we should, you know, look at each other like, hey, they're just like me. You know, it's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I disagree. Everyone always loved to say that don't put people on pedestals. Yes and no. The problem is there's a lot of people out there who have accomplished a lot, helped a lot, done a lot, and have, have, th have thrived in things that you want to do as well. 
I you I think you should put them on a pedestal because they've accomplished something. It's part of what accomplishing is. But how did they get there? Sometimes you don't know, and that's why you want to have a conversation with them and find out how they got there. Well, if you don't know how they got there, then putting them up on a pedestal is like, oh, just because this person's there, we should, you know, be like, what? Proud of them? We don't know what they did or how they got there. The point is like, maybe understanding about like how they got there is something you should maybe admire. Is is that that process and, and instead of the person is like what they did. Perhaps. Because that's, I mean, I that's what I think a lot of people, you know, I really think that the difference between people succeeding and not succeeding is mentality and the way you think. Really? Because I think it's about 80% um, like luck and opportunity that just, you know, uh, the, the old adage, the old adage that it, the success is opportunity mixed with uh, meets uh, uh, preparedness. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, it's, what does that old, mean? It means opportunity meets preparedness. You are prepared for a moment. That moment comes without you having any control of it. It just comes to you, and you're there, and you're... The, Maybe the you don't have the control of it. You took steps to get right. there. You have to understand. It's like that old adage, it's people, the people you know. You know, that, you know that, that phrase? Yeah, I understand Networking. the idea that someone can help you, you know, make it... There's a lot of, there's a lot of serendipity in the way the world works, and I, and I think it's I don't it's think that the to... way you think puts you in those positions? No, you've, you've, you've tried convincing me this, and I, I'm not there yet. Because you don't think I like wanna, that. I, it's not fair. Because it is not fair. I know it's, it's hard. It's not. No, no, it's not quantifiable, basically. You can't, you can't, you, you're just going to say everyone who succeeds just happens to be extremely mentally prepared for everything, and, and they put themselves there, and everyone who doesn't never was. It's bullshit, because I know enough people out there who are complete nimrods who have gotten huge and famous and are, are popular and amazing. So it, it doesn't make sense. Like, Why not? Think they think the, they're great. No, think of all the douche nozzles out there, or the, the, the people who don't think they're great. They just, they just hate to despise the world. They're, 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 like who? Positive, you think? Oh God, I can't think off the top of my head. Enough, enough comedians to fill a a a, a barrel. You know, like most comedians hate themselves and hate the world, and just don't. They, they come from a very battered, just destruct past. They don't. They're not there because they're famous because they thought positively about their career. They just they they were like basically creating therapy by going on stage, and somehow that turned out something good. And that's I, I just don't think that there's only like you there. I think there's multiple paths to get where you're saying to go, and I don't think being positive has to be the only answer or putting your mindset. I think does those it are sound just nice options. to be like this uh, this guy who's who's like you know you're talking about these like the idea is like yes you can get famous doing shitty things you can get famous saying dumb shit and being a jerk like do you want to do that do you want that to be no. who you are and like people look at you like oh Here's a, how about this a viral video on youtube someone just haphazardly just makes a video because they want to make a video didn't think that they were going to get big didn't focus on it, didn't didn't put themselves in a position to be there they just simply made a good video how do you quantify that in your your mantra about people thinking ahead or or putting their mindset that this is going to happen? That seems circumstantial to me, which is what I'm trying to tell you. Like I feel like we're talking about people who are planning, and we're talking about people who are working towards doing something to help them succeed. To succeed, yes. We're not talking about so only, some random dude who uploaded a video well, without any thoughts of succeeding or nothing. Just wanted to freaking do make a video and it did well and then what they do with it is their choice how they want to be if they want to keep going they do and people do all right, all right so, so only so people who, who are actively trying to do a goal as you're saying well the idea is like yes people will will randomly win the lottery like you know that happens 
but but if if people are working towards wanting to become something more where the idea is like you have to already have that mindset already it's like hey i want to do something else i want to i want to see myself here because if you don't ever think like that you'll never get out of where you are unless you win the lottery yeah yes you have to have the mentality to be like i want more from life yeah well yeah but the mentality of wanting more is a little different than uh that's the first step though yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I suppose. And then and from there, you quiet. have to like obviously set goals. You have to work hard. You know. Well, yes, okay, there's okay, luck. Does, it, there is luck involved. It goes, there's timing. It, goes, it, it circles back to what your original mantra about uh, our minds in our way. I think a lot of people who don't do anything with their lives are able to convince themselves in a daily, daily routine why they don't need to do anything. You know, there's there's always that, that added something about what they do in a daily routine that prevents them from going to the next step. It's easier just to stay in bed versus getting out of bed. It's easier to stay in the house than go out and do something. It's easier to just go to the movies versus going to a play. It's easier to go see a play that you've known before versus one you never remember before. You know, it goes on and on. Like it's like a rant, ratcheting up of, of, of events. Uh, you just convince yourself in a way about, and I get that. But the thing is like, look, if, if someone doesn't think that they want to do more, they're not going to. In that sense, like they're okay, and and honestly, just for the record, that is also okay. Like if you want to go about your life doing a thing a certain way, and you're okay with that, you're happy. That's great. Do that. Like it's okay to to do that and be happy doing that. Like your job and the the friends you have and the relationship you have, you're happy. Then you should continue doing what you're doing. You know, like that's okay. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. And, and having that, it doesn't have to be, you know, success for some people isn't success what other people think. That's the whole point here is like, we're talking about, you know, success on a, on a huge level versus like success in a relationship or success in like owning a car and owning a house is success in, in a lot of people's eyes. And it's like, that's okay also. But to get to that goal, you still need to have the right mentality. You have to have the right thought process and all that stuff. It's like, well, you, you have the right lottery ticket. Is your thing. No. <laughs> yeah, because of the car, you'd be successful. No, I get what you're saying. I know. I mean, mindset's one thing. I I, I always just, I just, I get weird about it because I just like. Because you can't prove it. Yeah, well, it's not proving. It's just quantifying, that's all, because it's like, they are, there's a, remember, I wish I remember this like old, uh, this old like proverb where it was talking about how two people do something, one guy succeeds in, you don't know, it was like, it was just like a random chance thing. And you're going to argue that the person who succeeded was thinking positively. And I, I would need to, I need to still know. I don't know how, I don't have enough data. The problem with the positive thinking and the way you say it like that is it makes it seem like, oh, I'm happy. It's like, it's not that. Being positive means that like you succeed, you can visualize yourself in another place, like in the place you want to be instead of visualizing yourself in this, in where you don't want to be, which happens so easily when you feel like shit or you're, or something goes wrong and you're like, wow, it's ruined, you know, as opposed to like accepting the, the, Hold on. I guess the way, best way okay, my way will be if visioning yourself there and then you don't get there. How do you explain that? You, you, what do you mean? You be more specific. That's, that's, that, that's the quantifiable thing I'm saying. It, it's, it's, what did a, you do to get there? It, it, the idea it, of like where you want to be, what are the steps you took to get there? My point is that I think it's one of those kind of like statements, your, your mantra, your, your uh, uh, philosophy is, is so convenient. It's like, 
if you made it, you were thinking positive. You didn't, you did something wrong. What? It's like, okay, well, that seems like... A, no, if you didn't, <laughs> so no, then you just stopped. You stopped. But you could apply to anything. I could see it the other way around. If you failed, you were thinking positively. If you if you succeeded, you were thinking negatively. Prove that I'm wrong. You know, it's it's like, I don't I don't know where you're... Where, like, where's the data? Where's the information? It's like, it sounds good on paper, but where does it actually... Where, like, how does it... How do you quantify it? You have to find a way of showing data. Why do some people do well and some people don't? I argue again that preparedness meets opportunity. So most people aren't preparing. So the opportunity comes in their door, which is something that's unrelated to what you're doing. And you're not prepared. Therefore, you don't grasp that opportunity. So you run or you're afraid of the opportunity or you're scared of taking the risk. That's why that's my argument between two people who are successful or not successful. Also intelligence. I think dumb people are, are all over the place. In fact, that's a majority of dumb. In fact, that old, it's an old joke that I love saying everyone. Over half the people you meet are below average intelligence. And the joke is because below average is halfway, right? So obviously that's a true fact. So half the people you meet in your life is below average intelligence. That's a lot of people. And, and that's, an, that's something to keep in mind. Intelligence plays a big part in success. You have to know what to do. You have to be intelligent to learn. Know, know what to do next, what's the next level, a big enough brain to imagine that level and to, of course, strive for it, which I think is another whole aspect of this whole thing that we don't talk about. No, you, you're more the philosophical, metaphysical concept. I'm being more the practical idea of it. So why are people successful, not successful? Some people can just simply get in that car and drive. Other people just don't even know how to turn the key, you know? Well, um, <laughs> I think that you, you, you said strive, like that is still a, a mental way of being is like working towards and visualizing yourself there. Like that is part of the whole concept. And, and I think that, uh, and yeah, I feel like, you know, half the people you meet are dumb, which you're saying is below average or whatever. Um, the point is like, even those people could succeed. I think that like they could succeed and they can be successful. Um, I really think that like, if you, if you think about, you know, starting a business, you don't have to be a genius. It's really easy. And, and I didn't say genius. I just said intelligent. There's a, there's a lot of people out there. You know, if you've ever gone to the website, uh, <laughs> people of Walmart, I mean, there is a website where it just shows a bunch of people taking photos of other people at Walmart and you just get sad about the human race. I mean, the, the level of just like disheveled, don't give a flying F what's going on in my life type people that out there is disturbing to me. And those are the people that are not successful in my mind, because no matter what they're going to do, they're going to probably fail at it. And they're probably gonna be still be happy. Like the word happy, I think is still a weird phrase. Cause if I shut up heroin every day for the rest of my life, I would be happy because it's a grow. It's a drug. It's going to be happy. So just being happy is not the quantifiable thing. There has to be more to it. You have to be constructive. You have to have done something before the end of your life that makes either the world better, your life better, or people around you better. I don't think you would be happy. Um, I think you'd be in a pretty shit place. I uh, honestly, I think that like <laughs> the whole Walmart thing is like, you know, it's <laughs> again, it, it's it's I don't know, it's like cherry picking the, the like the the situations where it's like, oh, these are the worst photos we could post, and it's like they exist, yeah, but it's like what we're talking about here is. Even that type of person could turn around their life, in my opinion, if their life is in the need to be turned around. We don't even know you're making an assumption about these people, but 
You don't know. Just because they wear, I they guess. walk around with their ass out doesn't mean that they're not succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want a poster to say. <laughs> Listen, I bet you they're happier like, than you. That, I, I feel like that, that'd be a great motivational poster. This like nasty lady with her ass hanging out, and right below it says, "Even if their ass is hanging out, doesn't mean they're not succeeding." Stat. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we're, I think we're getting away I, I, from the the, uh, the topic a little bit. I I know a little bit, but the, uh, I, I think that again, the topic that you're having is that your mind is is controlling you in a negative way, and you have to overcome it. Yes. yes and no, but I still think there's a lot more factors that involve. It's 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 like a, it's a complex. We don't even thing. understand the mind. We don't even know what is going on. Well, we well we do know what's going on. No, we it's don't. Not, it's, it, it it yes we do. No, okay, we we do. We do know what what's going on. The problem is it is so 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 on a scale that we can't even fathom. It's like there's more neurons in your brain. We can't fathom, but we stars. know. Did you hear what I said? No. There's more neurons in your brain than there's in the stars in the galaxy. I know. So what's going on? And so with that scale, it's hard to understand the details. But we know what's going on. Do we? It's a bunch of. It's a yes. We know as much as we know. We don't know what we don't know. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! It's true. There's a lot to the brain that they haven't understood. It's not I fully like mapped. Wear, you, it's not I, fully I mapped. Like they don't wear, fucking. I, they don't fully understand it. Get, I feel like you should get an orange robe. Shave your head bald and sit in a cross leg position to tell me that. Okay. Next time. Hear that. Why? <laughs> we know what we know. We don't know. We don't know. Yes, I know. That's, I call that philosophical gobbledygook. Garble? Like a phrase. Garbly gook. Garbly gook. Okay. Yes, it's a phrase. Yes. It means, it means a statement that means the same. Yeah, of course, that's what it means. It's like, it's like saying it means it or the means the. It's a, you just you use the own word to define itself. You, duh. I mean, it's not. It's not really. There's no. It sounds prolific, but it's just. It's does. It's it's garbledygook. It has no no substance. We know what we know. We don't know. What we don't know. We, yeah. yeah but you just said we okay. understood our minds, but like we don't. No, no, we don't. I didn't say understand it. I said we know what's going on. It's it's, it's electrical impulses. It's a physically electricity that's that's being sent between. And it's, your brain is a computer. Your neurons are like a ginormous computer. How this? How the how how a microprocessor works? It's similar to how the brain works but in a scale that's way beyond that our technology could ever possibly replicate. At least not for now. Right. There's enough, there's enough going on with our knowledge of how the physical brain works, but we don't know is the depth of, of what's happening on the detail level. It's like the difference between knowing at atomic level versus quark level, uh, uh, atomic in, uh, information, uh, we call it uh, subatomic level. Can you level, repeat that? Uh, repeat what? What you just said. I don't remember everything I said, but I said something about <laughs> Listen, listen, the point like, is you, you are agreeing uh, with me and then you're 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 like saying it in a different way. And it's like we don't <laughs> understand what our brains are capable of and our brains are stopping us from doing what we need to be doing in our daily life a lot of the times is what I'm trying to say. Yes, I, I agree with that at the beginning. I just would argue that it's not the only thing stopping us. What else is stopping I, I, us? I just told you, opportunity. Uh, you don't think people create their do... own opportunity by... So, like, let's say, it's, give me an example. Yeah, on, I'm just going to give you an example. I'm going to give mm. you one example. If you yeah. think a certain way and you're like, I, I want to go and put myself out there and work hard towards something, you're going to go to the places where that potential opportunity would arise to meet a certain yes, person. Or that is called preparedness. No, and that's, I get that's being saying. actively trying to uh, succeed. No. So here, and not being afraid of being shut down. Imagine, imagine your dream is to be in an action movie. Yes. Okay. 
being as positive as you want and being as as forceful in your brain that this is going to happen no matter what I do is never going to get the movie made unless someone out there invented action movies. If someone else is making the movie, if someone else has that plan on their brain and is in their path, your positive thinking isn't making James Cameron make the next alien movie that you want to be in. All he can do is put you in a position, which is preparedness for the opportunity to come. It's like two freaking ships meeting. It's your preparedness is the part you're working on, your brain, positive thinking, motivation, working hard, thinking about what you're going to do. Also going and not being afraid of getting shut down, going and trying to meet these I agree, people I agree and, with that. and make but action you, movies on a smaller level. But you're disagreeing with my point that the other half is opportunity, which is nothing that you're affecting. It is because that, if you shut yourself down. It is hubris. It is hubris listen, to think that listen. you are in charge of why Cameron's making a movie. That is, that is not what I said. I did not say that you were going to be in James Cameron movie. All I said was that if you have the opposite mentality, you will not go to the parties or not go to the places or not go to the yes, auditions. You are not preparing right. Yes, I get it. I agree with you. You were kind of agreeing, but you're missing. You're, you're only calling it preparedness, the but the people who are actually doing it are not stopping themselves. And people who want to do it, but are stopping themselves out of fear and out of all these other um negative emotions that they can't control they aren't going and doing what they want to do i know and my point is that even if you do prepare perfectly and you if you even do act all 100 still doesn't guarantee how do you know that you are saying you do not know that you are saying that like it's a fact but you do not know that and neither do you and you're saying it's a fact that's my point it's come it's not quantifiable that's my point like you could say that because there's a thousand like i because the best way of putting is this I'll go to sports because you like sports. I hate them, but that's why this is one of the reasons I hate them. There are literally millions of kids who envision and fucking know that they're going to be big leaguers, either it's baseball, football, whatever, but there's only a certain amount of spots out there to hey, give it to you. So you're competing with everyone else who's thinking the same positive thoughts, yet only like a small half of a half a percent make it to the big leagues. So to pretend that, oh, because they're all only, only those guys are thinking positively, only they envision it, it was bull. It's just there's opportunity for only a certain amount of people to get there. Therefore, those people happen to meet those opportunities in a certain way, and they're prepared, and they got it. They got in. But it's not that they're thinking stronger. They're thinking positively. They're thinking the, the future, and then that's why it worked. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, like there's, enough, there's only so many slots in this world, and everyone's trying to fight for those slots. The people who make their own slots. Like, mm, yeah, meow. Um, I think your your vision. I think your your philosophy is is true, but it's not the only. It's not the whole picture. That's all. It's like you have to have that to succeed. I think, but it's not all you need. You need to have opportunity come to you. You need to be lucky. You need to have things happen to you that are out of your control. <laughs> I think that like we we say it like oh, they're lucky, and I think that. Well, that, that is an yeah, easy way it's, to it's make ourselves feel better. You're right. I, but, I mean, you have a, you hate luck, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily wrong. Am I a lucky person? Other... Um, yeah, I think you are. Why? I think, uh, because there's more opportunities come your way than most others. How? Um, how did that happen? That's the magic of luck. There's no how. It's just the how the universe works. Um, you would say your argument is I was thinking positively, but then there's not quantifiable. That's just circumstantial. You can no. It's it, like it's, working it's, towards that, not accepting where I am, and wanting to grow and do more. 
and like yeah which which is uh, my argument is yes that's necessary for and failing along the way too by the way no one knows about the failures but they are there yeah and those when those when the opportunity didn't come to you yeah I and mean, what happened i kept yeah. going and so you didn't keep going you're okay you're missing my point here no you, you there is two halves to this conversation there's the half that you call preparedness which is everything you're talking about and this path of opportunity which i'm talking about you are saying that by preparing the opportunity comes to you magically like it just pops in your brain but if that was true then you'd never fail because that you're, you're preparing so why would you fail you, you're in control of everything all then your argument would be i'm not preparing well enough or my brain isn't thinking positively enough or but it makes no sense opportunity is something you're not in control of and i think that's a control issue on your part you don't want that to believe you don't want to believe that you're not in control of it and no matter how hard i try no matter how much i i envision being the miss american pageant winner there is no fucking way that can happen because the opportunity can never reach me because i'm not a girl and i'm definitely not good looking you know you really love to like choose these scenarios extreme yeah I, extreme, yeah. I, cause, extreme cause when, extremes I, are not you know great examples and yes they're no they're not they're great because in a non-quantifiable discussion you need extremes to understand the grand scope no. otherwise you can you get you otherwise you weren't you in the murky world of nuance that is so it's like wishy-washy stuff it's like things yeah you can't argue with it it's like be positive it's good for you okay yeah you're right it's good for you yeah, like now what? you're missing you the point. You say bigger. again, you're you're making the, the idea of like being positive, of being happy, but that's not what it is. I didn't say positive, being happy. I never said the word happy once. But you're like being positive. positive. Like, what do you mean by you're that? Positive about the about the outcome of what you're going to do, as in you're going to you're you're seeing the end game. You're saying I'm going to no, be the positive. So the thing is, like, it doesn't that's necessarily mean that the, the, the so look, positive yeah. means like the way that you are seeing yourself in the future and and like. Yeah. you know what you want to do and how you want to see yourself in terms of success and happiness and all that stuff and if you want to work towards that you have to you have to envision it you literally have to see it and believe that you will be there and now yes i don't disagree so then you could do it and you may fail along the way but you also have to set you know um I mean, then you need to explain why a failure happens. If this is your dogma, why is a failure happen? To learn. No, no. Why does it happen? To not, learn. Not, why, not the philosophical reason of the end game. I'm saying, why does it physically happen? If you've done everything right, why do you fail? Totally. My reasoning is because opportunity does not actually. What's wrong with learning from a failure? Oh my God! It's not about if it's wrong what, or right. I'm what happens every kid? Happen? Every time a kid doesn't make it when he stands up and he falls back down. He learns to like the next time, the next time he'll learn it. Eventually he will stand up. Okay. Um, uh, how better way of putting this? Yes. Uh, you go to an audition. You envision yourself making it. You didn't get the, the part. That opportunity didn't reach you, in my opinion. But your opinion means you needed to learn more. So I think that, like, I think there's also a difference between being, um, I don't know the word for it. Like, so, so let's say you, you are oblivious and naive. Okay. And you're like, you see this, this addition and you want to go to it. You've never done any acting before. You've never been in the industry and you go to an audition. Right. No matter, even if you like are super believing in yourself, if anything, 
you know, there are some people who maybe went and did well, and they were meant for that part. But if you did not get the part, that is like, hey, now you need to go back and, you know, work on what you want to do if you actually want to be an actor. Doesn't mean you were meant for this part. Just because you, you say in your mind that like, I see myself as this person, you know, uh, I see myself as Spider-Man. Maybe you'll be Spider-Man on the fifth uh, reboot. I mean, the point is like, just because you don't get that audition today, doesn't mean you won't get something in the future. If you take that no, as a learning experience and learn and from it. I still it. think you're agreeing with me here because what you're saying is, again, the preparedness for Spider-Man has met the wrong opportunity. Your opportunity doesn't happen until the fifth movie. That's my point. You, like you, you think it's all in your mind that you're gonna you're gonna become spy Spider Man, and it's 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 up to you to make it work. When, when I think it's the it's the external forces. How is it external if you with? have to work towards getting there for the fifth reboot? Let's say you need to do the work to get there. How is that external? It sounds like this is more like an egg and the and the and the chicken argument. Which one came first? I feel How like is that's that part this of this at all? Because it's it's an argument of which one is it? You know, both can be a the both philosophies can be a completely true. There's no way of quantifying it, so then this argument just go on forever. Uh, do you have uh, control argument, of the outside forces? You do not. Okay. What do you have control of? How you do and what you do. Yes. So why do you I give know. a fuck about what's going on out there? Do your. It's not about giving a. Oh my god! It's not about giving a. Fuck. You are. I'm you're putting it that, in their hands. You're saying it's they're they're uh, making the choice. No, not they. It's opportunity is, is making the choice. Who's that's opportunity? Any situation that you are not in control of is called the opportunity. If, if it's given to you from an external source, it's up to you to have met that with your mental preparedness properly. So you're still right, but it's not the full picture, as I said before. How's it not the full picture? I just told you, because the external forces that meet you halfway. You had to have like... But how did you get there? Is, you needed to be able to get there. It's hubris. It's fucking hubris, because there's like there's a society of people that are working as like a team of ants creating stuff all around you that you're not in charge of, not in control of, have nothing influencing at all and to say that just because you were thinking that you're going to be there somehow you've influenced that thing happening is silly it's too much it's like the idea that hollywood existed before you were born how is your positive view that a movie's going to come your way have anything to do with hollywood it existed before you existed so how could your mind have anything to do with it what you can do is prepare what you're going to do when you go to that hollywood audition and yet preparedness that you've done in your own mind that you're good for this part and if you did it right and then you meet that opportunity and those combined there's your success that's why the old proverb still stands and still will stand, for me at least. I can't believe it's all in my own head. It seems ridiculous. And it's still circumstantial because everyone who's been successful, you know, opportunity comes, they get successful, and they say, well, it's because I was positive. No, no, that's just being naive. You're, you're basically not giving credit to anybody else but yourself. And it, technically, that's narcissistic too. Who said they didn't get credit to other people? Well, you said the only reason they succeeded is because they saw themselves there and they worked towards there and be positive and didn't let their brain get in their way. And I disagree completely. That's not the only way. Because if they did that and the movie never came their way, they would never have been a movie star. If Hollywood never let them into an audition, never did anything, then they would never have been there. It's an opportunity to required for the success to happen. Yeah, but the op th those opportunities are there. They're not going to just disappear. Not for everybody. And Anyone not, could pretty much I, go to an audition, no? Uh, and we're no, and we're we're focusing on one close. thing, by what the way. Talking about? We're focusing on one thing right. here. We could, you know, you could talk about so many other things. You're like, you're choosing one thing here. Fine. I, I, I actually did sports a little earlier. You want to get another the same one? Same idea. Talk about sports. Sports is like design jobs. Design jobs. When I was in college, um, 
there's a 30 is like 45 kids per per, per uh, student per class and i found out with a year and a half after i left college i was the only one that got a job i was the only one out of 45 people that got a job now and what did you, you what was that, your mentality tell me the mentality you had what did you envision that's not that simple it's not You're that simple that you've simple. told me this my, my vision? your vision of what you were going to do and how it was yeah. easy in your mind yeah, but it, it meant an opportunity that was external. But you had this in your mind and you did it. Yes, but again, how you did you do that? How did you do that? Oh my God, how did I do that? I met an opportunity and I was prepared when it happened. That's how I and did it. And what happened my to everyone else? I guess they didn't get the opportunity knocking on their door. They may have been prepared, but they didn't get the they didn't get the call. You, know? you got a call like, or you went? Yeah. Do you know what? Jesus, like I'm telling you, you I, you, I think you put too much power in your mind i think it's it's great for your own bubble like what not, bubble? It's not, not, not 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 to be mean i'm not like a bubble like you don't think about things i mean like your own world like your own your own influence but you ha you are totally giving no credit to external forces i don't i didn't why. say that i didn't say that it has nothing to do with external forces you of course need to be prepared joe i get that i never i never said that external forces don't even exist epic mealtime would never have succeeded if youtube would never have fucking thing it, it i get that like there is do you do you do i i mean you're, well do you because i'm telling yes, you Tojo, of course that, i get that. that there's other things that come you, into play i get it that's okay so so here's the point because that external forces exist in our playing play that plays into the mental game where you have to understand what is realistic and what's not because if you're if you're foolishly hoping or working towards a goal that has absolutely no chance of meeting opportunity to your preparedness means you're barking up the wrong tree and you're going to fail no matter what you do, no matter how hard you mentally go for it. I hope like you being for God's America, sakes, Miss America. I, yes, exactly. That's an extreme example so you can understand, but it can be brought back down to a more realistic. Okay, give level. me a more realistic thing that isn't as ridiculous as that. Um, being having having a horrible disfiguring scar and, be, and saying you're going to be a leading man in a, in a romantic comedy. It's not realistic. It could possibly happen a tiny slip. If someone in the, in the in a million years of an opportunity could come your way, but that is such a tiny sliver of chance. It has nothing to do with how positive you are or how focused you are on this thing. It's a tiny opportunity that you're, it's like aiming in a dartboard. It's got a tiny, tiny little target. I think that's part of it. It's like you're aiming for something that's smaller, 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 which is how all things are. Everything you're going for, from being an NFL superstar, being in a movie, to simply doing things like being a family man. Okay, it goes back to my old adage that anybody can be a family man. Everyone can stick their dick in someone and make a baby. So it's not something I ever really give much of props to. It was like everyone can do it. Again, without people have problems doing it, but I'm saying in general, it's a wide target. So if your positive outlook is to be a family man, have kids, and have a lawn on a cul-de-sac, that's a pretty big target. And you can be positive all you want. It's probably going to happen because that opportunity is going to come and go over and over and over again. But the small opportunities, the ones that are very few and far between, are very peppered in and out there, and it's very hard to find those. There's a lot of you people can... in this world, though, Joe, that cannot do what you just said. And it is a lot harder than you think for them to reach that cul-de-sac and have a, a family live there without I problems. Don't, I don't agree with that, because the majority of people are doing that. No, they're not. That's, that's yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. It's called the middle class. Yes, uh -huh. they are doing that. Mm, I don't know. That's what, that's what this country has survived on, because the middle class existed. Uh, before that was the farms, which, by the way, is kind of a similar idea. You know, the, the rural life is actually very similar to the suburban life, just slightly different. Same idea. Family man with kids living in a home, 
with you know in, i think in, that in like values. the people that there are people that want to achieve that and i think that they can and i think that that is in their mind success and if it, anything so he, hold on, here, here's a way your mantra about mental preparedness and uh being smart and and uh we call it like not letting your brain get in the way i agree with you on that i just feel that it's only it's more accept it's like it's easier to see happen when the target is wide it's like if you are are negative i'll never meet someone i'll never have kids i'll never live in a call sack yes you're never going to because you're horrible at seeing it but if you vision it and visualize it and go for it you're going to get it you know why because there's a thousand opportunities out there for that exact opportunity i mean that exact uh, outcome but if you're doing it to go for the little weird thing that's very hard to find opportunity for you're never going to get there and if you do that's a goddamn lottery you just hit that's lucky hand and i feel like it has to be applied to this you can't just say being positive is going to get you there because that's that creates fools and creates naive uh, and, and it creates major disappointment in people who they could have spent that same energy on something with a little wider target and had the, had the success they really wanted actually happen. I honestly think that, yes, there are like outside forces that play a part. I agree with you, but luck. No, ha! I don't think it's luck. I that's my definition of, of outside influences is luck because there's no way else to control it. So it's luck. It's like it's whatever happens your way. It's completely random. There's so like no way you can... so uh you know Steve Jobs is lucky. Um that's that's a very specific thing. Bill Gates is lucky. I mean, not in the, so, so so Bill uh, so uh Steve Jobs has been put on a pedestal. Most of his life he failed at almost anything he did. The only reason we talk about him is because he managed to make the I Mac. And that's weird. It's true. The, the only reason we talk about him because he created the most, um, what's it called? Most successful company or the company that was worth the most money for a short amount of time right before he died. Um, that's how we talk about him. Well, he had 25 years before that of serious problems. Have you ever read any of his biops? I mean, he's, he's had, he had so much failures and so many problems and so much people hate him and illegitimate children. Like the guy had like, I'm a not, we're not talking about, we're not talking about his personal life. Um, what I, I just brought that in there, but I also talk about his failures in business. I yeah. mean, he was failing. He got fired from his own company. Like, yeah. He, he, and then he, he got, got hired like, back and turned it around. He also, that's fine, he also but... uh, made Pixar. Well, he didn't make Pixar. He just let it happen. He, he facilitated it okay. by giving them freedom to do what they wanted to do. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, he's, it's kind of like he's the, he's the opportunity for them. You know, he created the opportunity for them. Did he own Pixar? Uh, did he own it? I think Apple owned it. Yeah. Hmm. So he started Pixar. Yeah. It's After hard to buying say. I don't from George Lucas. Specifics. I think. Yeah. Well. Well. Pixar. Okay. So Pixar is. It was. It wasn't a company. It was a program. It was. A, it was a, a rendering program, um, that they were using for L and M, um, the light and magic, whatever the special effects people mm -hmm. from Lucasfilm. It was a computer they bought. It wasn't the company. And then they used that to make animations, and then that's what they called the company after. I think. So it's more complex. So it doesn't even matter. This is oh, just he's stuff. a founder of Pixar. He's a he's a creator of opportunity. Why are why are you arguing with me? Because I, I I don't like ever putting every all eggs in one basket. As this is the answer to everything. I feel like things are way more complex. I agree with word, you. But there are situations where it's like I say, Steve Jobs did he 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 created the most successful company in the world. He also created Pixar, and you're like. Well, he facilitated it. And I was like, no, Dojo. He created, he founded Pixar. See, and that's funny because I you're, you're like that, hating on it. 
Because uh, no, I see. I think that's insulting because he didn't create Pixar at all. He didn't do anything. He was just the facilitator of the opportunity. The, the artist created Pixar. The people with the idea for Toy Story One, they are the. Did he did Pixar. he allow them to do that through his company? He was. Yes, he's the opportunity. As I just told you, he, their preparedness met his opportunity and created success. But it's not about them being mentally like like the guys who were doing artists and doing the designs for Pixar. They weren't being thoughtful and like breaking down barriers in their brain. How do you know? Allowed them to do this. Well, they might have been doing it, but without Steve Jobs existing, no matter how much preparedness they had, they would never have made Pixar. Right. He made Pixar. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it's like saying a, a woman made a baby. No, actually, they both did. Without the man, there would be no baby. You can't say one person makes how something are you, that doesn't work. How are, you, how are you comparing birth <laughs> with fucking Pixar? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is not the same thing at all. One I, of them... I disagree completely. How is it any the kind same? Of new, any, creating anything is related to birth. Because you're, you're, oh two God. people combine... You have to collaborate and combine two different things to come up with a better option at the end. Listen, I'm not That's saying... Funny. That he was the only reason that Pixar succeeded. Yes, you said he created Pixar. He, he founded Pixar with two other people. I'm not saying that he is the only reason, but I'm saying is he's behind it. You th the same so. thing with Elon Musk. The guy has all these companies and he hires smarter people than him to do stuff. It's, yes, he's a facilitator. It's like... I, Facility I, of opportunity. But, yes. but the point is that he's doing that. So it's like, why are you downplaying that success? Well, and that, because you're giving him, him all the success. Like, I don't. I just brought up like the, he, something that he did. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I thought we were arguing about the mind being in charge of their success. And I would say that that's not fair because him being positive about what he's doing or he, not, he didn't, I use a positive scene or something I'm saying. He visioned it happening, something that magically happened. I don't think that's really fair because I, I think it's too many other people were involved. You don't think he was a visionary? Uh, God, sometimes it's hard to determine with him. I, I would think so, but I think he's just really good at pushing people. Um, it's complex. I think Steve Jobs is a very difficult thing to discuss. Maybe, yeah, visionary, fine. He's good at visioning things. Sure. Listen, like, that is part of it, is, like, being able to see what you want and keep going towards it after you fail one time or two times or five times. And, like, you say, like, oh, people should be more realistic and, like, Oh, they should, you know, <laughs> not like waste their energy on, on trying to achieve these things because they could be, you, he did so they could spend it on more realistic goals that are broader, like owning a house on a cul-de-sac. And in reality, you know, my point, no, hold on. You, you, what you're doing is you're paraphrasing what I said earlier to make your point. But what I'm trying to point out is, yes, you can go for that thing, but don't pretend that you're the only one involved in making that happen. Don't pretend that, that just because you... You, you keep saying that if you you think are in control, control of your own mind if, doesn't mean you can collaborate with people. You absolutely need to collaborate with people. No, I'm not collaborating. I'm talking about the opportunity part of it. So if you are set on this thing, right, and if you're not realistic about it, um, it's not just going to happen guaranteed just because you thought it's going to happen. I'm trying to say, like, it's not a guarantee. Who said anything was even guaranteed? If every, even if everything you do right isn't going because. Well, you keep saying that you're in charge of your, your outcome by getting, like, breaking your, your mind uh, barriers. But I don't think that's true. That's just, that's just helping you with the preparedness side. The other half has to be come from the outside that's not you. We keep going around in circles about that. I don't this. know if it's the other half. 
wouldn't say it's I, the reason why it's, it, I still I, I just know the uh, it, people fail personally not just for two reasons number one they're not prepared and other one is, is the luck or the opportunity didn't come their way and I and at that moment know who knows what if they kept going you know what I mean how about that like thing of like hey that you know a good example is Angry Birds do you know how many bad games they made I know how many know bad games did they make it's not, okay but I don't think you're missing my point though what is the it's point like, you don't know if it's preparedness or it's opportunity that makes you fail. You never know. You never will know. You never can know. It's a, it's a mystery in the black hole. Sometimes you think you know the answer, but it could be completely the opposite. You think it's the opportunity to come to you, but actually you weren't prepared. So you do your best to prepare. Well, you don't, you're, you're, you're aiming in the dark with preparedness. You don't really know what's the right answer, so you're always guessing. I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I feel like we're just going around in circles with this conversation. It doesn't really go anywhere. Well... Um, that's because you're, the that's because you're in a I, box. <laughs> we're gonna, okay, you're really gonna just Look, what I'm it. trying to say here is like, and I understand you have, you like to discuss so that it's not necessarily just like, Hey, this is the answer. And I'm not saying that hundred percent, this is the answer. What I'm trying to say is like, you're, 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 you, you basically by the, the, this conversation, you are not doing what personally, I think is working for a lot of people and you're, 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 you're saying it's out of your hands, which gives you freedom from failure. Instead of taking responsibility for your own failure, you are saying it's out of your hands and you're blaming someone else or some other thing for not getting there. And, it, and I, I think it just allows you to say, oh, well, it's not, I, not like I did what I could. And I, and I think it's different. I think it's beyond that. And I, and, I, and I think that, yes, opportunity is something that is part of this, but you also need to seek out that opportunity. You have to know when the opportunity is there and you have to jump on opportunities as well. And, um, you know, that's part of it. And so what I'm trying to get at here is maybe it's okay to think a little different from the way you've been thinking for your whole life. And maybe things will be different moving forward and it's not always how we always thought it was <laughs> probably i i dig it fundamentally don't disagree with your idea i just think it's not the whole picture what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> that is what i'm saying and i and I, anyways i look well let's get back all i want to say is I know this, we just went on for like a full hour back and forth and, and it's great. I think it's great because we brought up a lot of good ideas and a lot of good, you had some good examples where, you know, you cherry pick some things that fit into Still your story. Don't cherry pick. That is dismissive. <laughs> That's damn dismissive. I can have a thousand You're examples. You're dismissing I, my I, shit. I'm not dismissing. I even literally agreed with you. That's not dismissive mm -hmm. when someone agrees with you. Mm -hmm. No. I am just discussing the more nuanced details of a broader philosophy that I feel like you are being dismissive and disagreeing with, or uh, 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 not dismissive, like um, deciding to make play a part. I guess it's dismissive. It's just, uh, playing a smaller part. Like, like it doesn't make a difference. You know, I don't, I don't think that makes sense. I just feel me. like if it's out of your control and you can, you don't have any kind of like hand in that. Why are we even thinking about it? You know, like we are focusing on what we Because you need to be prepared. <clears throat> but being prepared is but the mentality, it, dude. The problem is that you don't know what, like prepared is a great thing to talk about, but you don't know where that line is. 
it's hard to find where the line is a preparedness opportunity where that line is between those two pieces you don't know how far you have to push right well isn't that what life is about working hard and getting to where you want to be it can be very exhausting and you can you might actually miss some uh, things that can make you happy on the path that you think you're on there's a lot of there's a lot of um proverbial stories uh old old ones about how you know you put too much focus on the prize you lose uh you don't see the sight that the, the pretty things around you. That's the old, old yeah, you have of, blinders on. Um, stop. Yeah. Stop and smell the roses every once in a while. Like that's kind of that idea. Like if you are blindly being prepared by something that is impossible or near impossible to get, and you're busting your ass and destroying your body and your mind every day to get somewhere that almost could be impossible. You need to evaluate that. There's a chance that you could be perfectly happy without that goal, knowing that that luck or the opportunity may never come your way because of the small chance. That's my philosophical concept of this. If you are blindly telling everyone that you will definitely reach your goal if you just bust your ass and you just think of it the right way and you just make that goal, I think that could destroy some people's lives. There has to be more. I never um, said that they should pause, like just completely ignore the rest of their life and the other opportunities and, and family or friends and, and lovers. Like these are things that are also a part of. A, but you would agree that there's sacrifice if you want to make these things happen. I remember having a discussion with my mom a long time ago. Um, or she would always do that whole thing, like you, you, you can do whatever you want if you believe, right? And I said, she yes, said that to you. We're willing to s- sort of. I like uh, your mom. The, more, the problem is that what people don't really get is it requires a sacrifice. For every positive, there's a sacrifice. And if if you don't believe that's true, then you are never going to ever succeed because you must sacrifice something to gain something. Yeah. So it's up. It's what you're willing to sacrifice versus what you're willing to go for. So this whole like all positive thinking go for it you can do it believe in yourself once people actually do that and see what they have to sacrifice even the people saying what you can do it reel back and they don't really want it that's bullshit that's even more cruel great example is um you keep me wanting me to come to la i was married with kids in order to move to la i would have to sacrifice my kids relationships to do this okay so it's not that I don't want to. And it's, it's cruel to say someone doesn't want to. The thing is that in order to sacrifice something that intense, doesn't mean I don't want it. It means, obviously, it's not worth it. And that's part of this whole thing where you can't just blindly go somewhere and, and say, do this and you'll get it because you, you're not telling them what they have to sacrifice to get there. That's something that they'll realize when they're doing it and they have to make that choice. But that's why being aware of the opportunity being thin or being wide plays a part. So that's why I said the call to sack thing is such a, a normal goal for most people because it, it meets a lot of criteria. There's very little sacrifice. Um, it's an easier target and it's easier to prepare. So it's like, it's like three levels. There's like three elements of this thing that can be applied. All three of those. If you want to be a movie star in, in only A-list action stars movies, your opportunity is going to be low and your sacrifice is going to be huge. And your preparedness is probably going to be pretty big, but not crazy, right? Because it's just action. You're not, you know, to be a, 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 a an Oxford actor at all. If you want to be a um, Shakespearean play, you know, uh, actor and be famous, opportunity is probably pretty big. There's a lot of plays out there, but the preparedness is huge, and the sacrifice is probably huge. You know, because like it's like a, it's like a the Venn diagram of difficulties here. And we're only talking about your mind, mental preparedness, and I, I just disagree that that's as big of a part as we want to want to play it. It's part of it, but not all of it. And there's a lot more to do to it. I think like, you know, a lot of people, you know, when we talk about success, it's like, it could be on any level. Um, it could be all the way to being a movie star to um, just 
a success of being able to go out and say hello to someone that is a stranger. So it's like you create the blocks in your mind to stop you from doing those things. And like, okay, yes, they were, take yes. a I mean, different amount of sacrifice this? to do. But the idea is that you create the blocks in your mind to stop you from Not getting the there. Success. You block your you block your mind to prevent you from preparing properly for the opportunity to come. I want to make that clear in my head. It's yeah, not okay. That's success. what I mean. No, you said success, and, and it's because it's kind of like dangling. We're going a back. I already somebody. explained it all, though. I'm not keep repeat, repeating myself. It's the same idea. <laughs> the same idea is like yes, you have to believe it. Yes, you have to work hard for it. Yes, you have to envision it. But I still argue that there's still moments where people are not prepared and opportunity comes and they just they get swept away in some weird... You want me to tell you a story? I don't know. I gotta I got go stream. Too bad. But okay. So there's this guy. <laughs> his name's Joker TV, okay? He's a streamer. Okay. All right. He was an affiliate. Good story. He played WoW. First to 60. Supposedly he had over 200,000 people concurrence when he hit 60. Okay. He had 100,000 followers. He wasn't even partnered. And I think something he said about why he wanted to be first to 60 was something about Candyland. It was this other streamer who uh, I never even heard of, but she's a WoW streamer. And I guess he, he is fond of her. And he said if he was first to 60 that she would notice him. Something like that. Okay. And guess what? They now talk to each other. Is that, is that him creating that situation for himself? How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. You don't know. Jesus. Regardless, that's, it's that's, pretty that's, cool. Pretty cool story. Yeah. Like, GG's to that guy for grinding his ass off to get to 61st and now is a partnered streamer and is killing it. And he also is getting to talk to, I guess, his, you know, someone he likes, which is cool. Probably someone he watched and looked up to. So, anyways, um, I just think that's an interesting story where he created that with hard work and dedication. And and uh, he's actually, um, I haven't really watched much of his stuff. I just see like his his uh some clips on Reddit. But yeah. that's where I got this information. And hopefully, I'm I'm on point with what I'm saying. But that's basically what <laughs> I think happened. And I think that's okay. a pretty cool story. So from, from where his small beginnings to now co-streaming with um, Candyland. So anyways, anything's possible, dude. Uh, anything's possible. You're, you're going to end on that. Anything. If you want to, if you want to do something, you can do it. Anything's possible. Can you not? You're so, going to go to some fucking... Yes. No, yes, get out of here with yes, that. Yes. Let me choose the most ridiculous thing I could think of to make that statement dumb. <laughs> well, the statement is dumb to me. I don't like. You know I what like I attitude. mean. I well, then say what you mean. Don't make, don't make so mean. Know what you mean. Say what you mean. If if you say know what, you what mean. I mean, why no, do I have to say on. what I mean? Because I may, but other people may not. Or uh, maybe well, that's you why I have you levity. to make sure to bring this up. Thank you for that. And thank you. And I'm sure the audience is very grateful. <laughs> Send your thank you letters to uh, Game Dojo PO Box. F yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, listen, it's been nice chatting. Um, 
this has been a really different uh <laughs> we basically podcast. just talked about the same thing for about an hour back and forth back and forth this is our longest forth. podcast and, oh, another one no i think longest was like an hour and a half but it, like again in the end i actually agree with the original statement i just want to add I was like it's like adding building blocks to it i don't like i don't like simplicity because simplicity is absolutely true i think it's because uh, you take everything to like um if i can like I, I almost feel like you have this diagram in your mind about what you think it is and there's all these outside sources that you can't control and you're like well, those are important but it's like you can't control them so like just like you can't control what someone's going to say to you all you can control is what you say to them and how you approach them and how you talk to them it's not like you can't control the reactions you can't control what they're going to do i know you can't control them but with that mindset you can't say that is it your outcome is guaranteed just if you do something is guaranteed you can't control but you keep saying that like that's why you're telling yourself to not when did i guarantee anything I don't know. I, whatever. I don't, I'm just saying, I, 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 feel, I agree with you for the most part of the stuff. So it should be fine. It should be fine. <laughs> it should be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Jojo. I'm exhausted. I'm a good. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this is the best experience ever. I just like, it's, uh, I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm just tired. <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm 15 minutes late to my stream. Uh, it was nice to chat with you. Um, I feel like this is one of those topics that will we'll always have a battle back and forth. I mean, because I, 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 well, I fundamentally agree with what you're saying. It's just I want to add more to it. And I don't know why you'd want me to add more to it. I'm not saying you shouldn't add more. I just think that there's, anyways, we're going to go on to another fucking tangent here. <laughs> Jesus. You're one of those people who's like, you're like, just gotta throw this last thing in before we end. Just, just gotta get my last word in here. It's like when you're arguing with your girl, like at the last second, you just say something as you're walking away and then leave. Just, just the fuck it. Mm -hmm. just keep the Sounds going. like you. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, but not really. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, this is, this is great. This is great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I gotta go. It was nice chatting. We'll see you uh, next week for another podcast. All right. Bye.